Hello, welcome to the Film Gone Rogue podcast, where today I'm joined by my co-host Matthew. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about mirrorless cameras. So, a mirrorless camera is a camera that you, instead of having a mirror, for that uses a electric viewfinder, which uh, can be pretty good, but is also quite a, can be a con because it does increase battery drain. Uh, Matt, have you got anything else to add to that? Well, yeah, I, I totally agree with you because, well, the viewfinder is an extra screen which just drains extra battery, and like, yeah, it's a small viewfinder, but like, you don't want to have that really. But I suppose it does make the camera smaller. Yeah, that that is one of the main pros about mirrorless cameras because they can, they they do reduce like not having the mirror does reduce the size of the camera greatly yeah which is quite good for vloggers and stuff but then for most of them they don't have like a fully flip around screen so for vlogs that kind of makes it useless yeah uh, that's one one thing that they are good for as well is they are very good for traveling so they like because they're low profile and yeah it's definitely good yeah now they're kind of advancing into full frame which is uh, coming around with the new lumix cameras and the uh, of course the canon eos r which are becoming a uh, full frame mirrorless cameras so they are becoming the same size as a dslr yeah which i suppose in a way is bad and in a way good i suppose bad because it just makes it the same size as a dslr so you may as well get a dslr but um yeah, I totally agree. It's smaller, but with the flip around screen, you have to get an extra display, which then makes it as heavy as a DSLR, so you may as well get a DSLR. So there's pros yeah. and cons. Yeah, yeah, of course. And But there, there are other pros to having mirrorless cameras. Like, they. Just like, in terms of uh, taking pictures, like, they don't. They are quieter than, say, a large DSLR. Which can be useless in, like, say, a wildlife uh, photography setting. Yeah, because then you don't scare away things. And also in a public area where you don't want to be noticed, you just want to be a casual photographer. You don't want to see, hear, well, see people looking at you because they hear a big click of the shutter. Yeah. Uh, as well, uh, uh, Mirrorless has, even though they do usually have a smaller form factor than a DSLR, they can have uh, the same size sensor as a DSLR, which means you still get very high quality photo and video. Yeah, because, well, the the Nikon, I don't know why I can't say that, C6, well, that's, that's apparently the best mirrorless camera for about £2,300, well, seen as low as... Uh, 1400 but it does have a 45.7 megapixel um sensor which is quite good in 4k of course which yeah them quite it, good and it, looking at a review you can see that it does say that it has very good image quality really good video capacity uh a very like a new mount for uh nikon uh for for like the lenses uh, a mount adapter for more regular lenses and it's got a water and dust proof body so all in all pretty yeah, good nice. uh, pretty good camera yeah most of them getting smaller with probably a 3.2 lcd display and a 3.6 uh, 
millimeter uh, eye view finder. It's quite nice. Yes, yeah, Sony uh, has been in like creating mirrorless cameras for quite a while, but they've they've started to make a bigger name for themselves with their yeah, definitely full frame cameras with like the advancements of full frame cameras. Uh, the only problem is though with full frame cameras and mirrorless cameras, they are on the expensive side if you want a high quality one. Yeah, the but then again, you do get the uh, decrease in weight, which can be very useful in some and ways. size. Yeah, like if you want to casually vlog, like and get it through the airport quicker. Don't know what's the difference to DSLR, but it just helps with the small size factor. Yeah. And then as well with kind of the Sony A7 range, very well known, very well known, reliable cameras. Yeah, I, I definitely think most camera manufacturers are going to switch to mirrorless. We're going to have like all cameras be mirrorless and small, because that's just how technology is going at the moment. Yeah, totally. Um, as well, Canon's just got into the uh, full frame mirrorless cameras with their EOS R, which has already been credited as a very good camera. Yeah, because in the second half of last year, 2018, yeah, serious mirrorless cameras, they both, uh, can only both launch full-frame mirrorless cameras with equal amount of system and lenses, and that's the thing, like, you can swap out lenses, which is quite nice. Yeah, as well with, uh, the problem, the only problem with mirrorless is they are very expensive, as you said before. Looking at the uh, EOS R, it's thirty point three megapixel, and it's around three thousand. Uh, a load costs about two thousand five hundred. Which for well, YouTubers, that's probably not that much. But for just everyday people who want to be taking photos, that is quite a lot of money to spend on just yeah. a camera. But then, if you are looking for a good camera for a hobby, just like someone who's using it, the uh, Sony A6000 is only around £500, and if you go on to Curry's, it's got, it's got built-in uh, Wi-Fi and NFC, a, it's 24.3 megapixels, and you can get it for, you can get it with extra batteries and a carry case for 500 quid. so it's pretty good. Another camera I would recommend if you're starting out is the 1300D, which is what I got. It's not mirrorless, so kind of uh, another topic, but it's not good for vlogging. That's just one bad thing about it, but it's around £300, quite cheap, and an excellent starter camera for photography. Yeah, my, my camera that I use a lot is uh, more of a travel camera. I've got the Lumix G3. The DMC G3 is quite an old camera, but still holds up, and it's very small form factor. Yeah, because with the Nikon uh, Z6, it's got very good um, night vision. Well, not night vision, but low light. So it, the lowest ISO is 64, and the highest is 25,000, which is a stupid amount. Yeah, if you, if you are looking into specialists kind of cameras, the A7 and the A7S are really one of the best options because Sony has been shown to be going in the right direction with mirrorless. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and as well, uh, this year pa uh, Panasonic has been 
venturing into the full frame mirrorless with their Panasonic Lumix S1R and the Lumix S1, uh, which is their take on the full frame mirrorless. Uh, they have, they've been, like the specs that have been rumoured are very good. It's got, they've both got uh, dual image stabilisation, DFD autofocus, uh, dual card slots, tri-axial tilting rear screen, which is, if you are considering for vlogging, not very good. But then again, the camera does have a very large form factor and quite high weight, so it's not that mi uh, much of a drawback. Yeah, and if you want to vlog in mirrorless camera, I totally recommend Sony A7S, I believe it is. It's a very good camera, it's what most vloggers and some filmmakers use, like low-end filmmakers. Because it's just a good form factor. If you look up any high-end vlogger, they'll most likely use this camera. It's how good the quality is, it's 4K. It doesn't have a flip-out screen, most Sony cameras don't have a flip-out screen, but it's not that bad, I suppose you could live with it, or you could just get a small LCD mount to go above it. Yeah, uh, as well, the pricing for the Lumix S1 is £2,200 uh, for the body only, and then 2000 uh, bordering 3000 with the lens that comes with it, which is a 24 to 105 lens. And the S1R is 3400 body only, and 4200 with the 24 to 105 lens. Yeah, uh, so... Yeah, the Lumix S1R is the same price as the Nikon Z7 and higher than the Sony A7R3. Also, Canon is also going, well, trying to go big in the, in the mirrorless setup with their new Canon EOS R. Uh, well, it's 4K 30fps, shutter speed 1 slash 8000, ISO max 40,000 and lowest of 10, uh, not 10, 100. So yeah, Canon's also coming big this year with mirrorless cameras. Yeah, Nikon's made a good start. Nikon and Cam Canon are both making a good start because Nikon's got the, of course, the C6 and the Z7, and Canon's got its EOS R, which are both very valid options. Uh, as well, with the, on the term of video, the uh, Panasonic Lumix uh, S1R uh, has been rumoured to have 4K 60fps, which is very good for su uh, such a lightweight camera. Totally agree. And probably in the next couple of years we're going to see like 5K uh, mirrorless cameras in a couple of years, because uh, the technology is going up fast, so we'll probably see a lot of change in cameras yeah, in the next couple uh, of years. Yeah, as well, in terms of like the movie industry they might start using uh mirrorless cameras if they start turning into the kind of red or ari style cameras but that will probably be a while in the future yeah ob obviously <clears throat> uh with uh as well the like so because so as uh the sony has been going with mirrorless with uh, of course the a7 and the a7s which are widely used by most 
small scale filmmakers or like YouTubers because it is a very reliable, pretty lightweight camera that has a very good quality for its price, which is uh, for the A7 Mark II, uh, it's only 1,500, which is not that much for a uh, mirrorless camera. Uh, which it also comes with a 50 millimeter f1.8 lens. Uh, as well as well for the uh, for like starters the um, what probably like the uh, the Sony a5100 uh, or the a6000 are what are really gonna be your best bet because the a6000 has a 24.3 megapixel sensor uh, built-in Wi-Fi and NFC and a three-inch tiltable LCD screen and the uh, it's very similar for the A5100 it has a 24.7 megapixel sensor with built-in Wi-Fi and NFC and the same size touchscreen uh, same size screen but in this case such touchscreen yeah talk about NFC and Wi-Fi I don't really see the point in it because, well, the only reason I can see is if you've got a small display and you want to take pictures with your phone, but it's not very good with video because my camera has Wi-Fi, but I just can't get it to work with video, so I don't really see the point in Wi-Fi now, see so what's your opinion? Uh, I think in terms of that, there's definitely a lot of improvement in terms of, like, what you're saying there, but in, with, uh, like, what I think it's most used for is for if you're on the go and say you don't have a laptop with you and you just want to broadcast it to say a tablet or an ipad then it's just you've got the option to just transfer it through wi-fi or nfc yeah i suppose that would be correct because if you look at any new camera in this year in the past year most of them will have wi-fi and nfc or bluetooth or some form of that to transfer data yeah, because uh, I went to um, when I, I went to a festival the uh, while ago now it was last year uh, about summertime and I did a workshop there in the festival on um, post production in terms of photos and the guy used an iPad to get all the photos off of his camera which I, th I think is very useful in terms of if you want to pack light. I mean, with the way the laptops are going, you're getting super thin laptops with insane specs. But still, it's nice to just be able to carry maybe a small tablet and your camera with you. Yeah, because I suppose then, if you can't really see what the image looks like, you can always upload it to an iPad and see what it looks like and later upload it then to like... PC or laptop and see and then fully edit it, but yeah, I, you've changed my mind. Thank you Yeah, I think it's just just being able to take it just make it slightly more portable I think that's just pretty pretty useful Definitely, definitely 
uh, it's especially useful for people who do stuff on the go so say people who have who like are freelance or they work say they're doing like wedding photography it's nice to have the larger screen to see how a image turns out so you can show the people what they're getting better like you can show them a proper view rather than on the small screen yeah totally agree yeah because then you can also do time lapses and pretty sure see what the image could look like bigger yeah. not on just so it's, a it's small screen yeah i mean because it's just going to be it's helpful to just see this slightly higher resolution image rather than on the smaller screen especially in terms of mirrorless considering they do have the smaller f form factor they tend to have smaller screens than say a larger uh, DSLR so say a small so say like the EOS R it would have not well not the EOS R say like a Lumix a small Lumix would have a much smaller screen than the new Lumix S1R that are coming out now. Yeah, because totally agree. Because well, with the with the mirrorless, they're quite dwarfish now. So yeah, most like you should you could be taking a photo in well or a video in 4K, but your like the screen there only shows like 720p. So you could, if your camera supports streaming video, and yeah, you could stream it to the iPad. And if you've got a high-end iPad or a high-end tablet. That is in 4K, you probably see in full resolution if it, if your camera supports that. Yeah, yeah, of course. And with um, another good brand for cheaper mirrorless cameras is Panasonic because they have been making their smaller Lumix mirrorless cameras for a, for a very long time, and their their cameras like you can get them secondhand for really cheap or for like the uh, Lumix DMC GX80, which is just a small. Uh, mirrorless camera it's like 300 pounds this is good like just a small travel camera it's 16 megapixels built-in wi-fi with a three inch touch screen or then if you want to go for something a bit higher you could go for the lumix uh, dmc g80 which is 800 which has a is very similar 16 megapixels built-in wi-fi and a three inch screen and then you should just start hitting really the um, really expensive cameras. But Lumix also has very affordable small lenses, uh, small cameras even, because the uh, Lumix DMC G80 camera with a 12 to 60 millimeter f 3.5 to 5.6 lens is only 800, uh, 750 pounds, which is for the for the specs that it has it's not that bad as well with um because then as well the lumix dmc g7 ebk uh 16 megapixels three inch screen built-in wi-fi uh 14 to 42 millimeter f 3.5 to 5.6 lens is only 500 pound so in terms of like affordability and like the quality you get for the price I think that is a very good option for beginners or just hobbyists to go for. Yeah, totally. And if you want to get a high-end camera that's got a few scratches, you may as well get one second out off eBay because I'm looking at them now. For the Canon 
EOS R. It's about 155 for a second-hand one that looks, well, looks me brand new one. 19 pound to this one. Yeah, as well, if, if you do have a local camera shop, you can just go there to support them. They'll usually, because they'll usually check over a camera, you can usually be guaranteed good quality. And if there is a problem, you will usually be able to return it. Yeah, because if you've got a small local camera shop, I'm sure, talk to them, they'll give you some sort of discount if you're definitely in the lower budget of cameras. Yeah, because uh, where I got my camera just to get like the small form factor i got it at the bristol camera shop with and i got it for 180 quid which is a couple of hundred quid cheaper than it normally is and it's like i also got then they gave me a deal on a uh, tri uh tripod as well i managed to get a tripod with it for pretty cheap so yeah definitely because if you go to a local small not a big like camera shop but if you go to a small one and you buy like a expensive camera they're bound to give you something for free it's just like a side extra yeah it's always good to support the community yeah definitely yeah so uh, i think we should just about wrap up our episode now because as this uh, as this is it's only the first episode and it's just we don't want to test bore you audio settings so uh if you want to go support our Patreon, uh, you can. The link will be www.patreon.com slash film gone wrong, no spaces. Very cheap, you can just support us if you really want to. <laughs> and then our YouTube as well, which is just film gone rogue uh, on YouTube. Then if you wanted to go subscribe and just uh, turn on notifications to keep updated whenever we post there, uh, feel free to go ahead. And hopefully this will, well, you might be listening to it on Spotify. Hopefully it's on Spotify, so if you want to go on there, just, uh, you know, follow us on it, and then you'll get updates when they come out. Yeah, so uh, I think that just about wraps up this episode, and if you join us next time, we'll be talking about uh, phones on ca uh, cameras on phones. And how they've improved. All right, we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. All right.